episode 73 down the rabbit hole. Carl, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. We got some interesting items this morning. Yeah, uh, we decided to launch another episode mm. with these topics. Uh, and the first one is so, super interesting related to eggs. Yeah, we're not going to tell you what, but no. um, it is certainly uh, an explosive subject. I think it's surprising. Mm. So hold, hold on tight in there. I think so. And the second one? Mm. Yeah, the second one's really interesting. It's um, a way of... Clearly, the world needs more gold. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is a kind of a new method of extracting gold using a form of plastic. Which is reusable, by the way. It is indeed reusable, and we like reusable. Yeah. So, keep, pay attention to that one because... I think it's going to be a great thing for the future. And the last one is about uh, mitochondria. Yeah, that's the little powerhouse inside every cell in your body. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is a kind of, uh, yeah, like a super condensed uh, uh, trip down the mitochondria Mm -hmm. lane. So, interesting. So, a big diversity of topics. Very. Very interesting, the three of them. Mm. Now, let's get into them. Enjoy them. Yeah, so uh, this one, Rafa, is a, is a little bit uh, strange. I think it's excellent. So. Uh-huh. Excellent. Excellent. So uh, it's uh, no guesses. It's about eggs, right? Mm-hmm. And um, it's basically what happens, or this is a cautionary tale of really what not to do with a boiled egg, really. Yeah. And it, uh, essentially there was, a, there was a, a lawsuit in the US and the lawsuit came about because this guy... Now, what I'm about to tell you, I mean, to me, <laughs> I think, why would you do that? But Yeah, it make, makes no sense, right? <laughs> it, it doesn't make a lot of sense, but... So basically, guy goes into... Yeah. It's like a joke, right? Guy goes into a restaurant, <laughs> orders a boiled egg, right? That is peeled. Maybe it wasn't peeled when he got it. I don't know. He orders a boiled egg. Boiled egg turns up, right? Uh-huh. Guy either peels or doesn't peel said boiled egg. Now, here's where I... This is where it, I think... It takes a it left turn with reality. I think it right? was peeled. You think it was peeled? Because who in their, you know, conscious no, yeah, mind yeah, would might, put an unpeeled egg no, in the mouth? No, I'm assuming he could peel it without this problem, uh, right? Yeah. Surely, yeah. But he put it in the mouth, peeled already. Yeah, and it would be very hot, wouldn't it? Yeah, Ex- exactly. When he was peeling it, uh-huh. which would make it difficult. Uh-huh. So we think it was a peeled, boiled egg. Mm-hmm. So they deliver the boiled egg. Now, this is where I think... You're in a restaurant and you do this? Uh, Anyway, so apparently this person put the entire boiled egg in his mouth. Who does that? Mm -hmm. And then he bit it, which, you know, understandable, right? Normal reaction. Puts it in his mouth, bites it. What happens next? It explodes, right? And he suffers some egg-related injuries, Right, and, <laughs> there's a line of insurance protecting you against. Yeah, quickly checks his insurance. <laughs> ah, egg the explosion. egg close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was an exclusion for the uh-huh. uh, for that injury, right? For an explosion. <laughs> for an explosion. Yeah. 
Oh, we're getting them all in here. Anyway, <laughs> so this guy apparently uh, took out a lawsuit against the restaurant. Yeah. He was looking for compo, obviously, mm-hmm. and it went to court and the court ordered a study yep. done uh, because this guy apparently in his lawsuits was alleging that it affected his hearing. Uh-huh. All right. And he, uh, the lawsuit goes away. The lawsuit goes ahead. The study gets done. Anyway, so what they find is that basically if you put an already boiled egg in a microwave, the yolk of the egg heats up super hot like over mm-hmm. 200 degrees Fahrenheit. Mm-hmm. And basically what happens is you get pockets of superheated water in the yolk. Mm-hmm. But because it's in the egg... It's like it's, on, trapped. it's under pressure, right? So it gets it's like a pressure, pressure cooker, right? Exactly. It's like a pressure cooker. And if you then stick a fork in it, or in this unfortunate circumstance, yeah. for some godforsaken reason put it in your mouth and bite it, uh You release the, the pressure. The pressure releases explosively. Right? Yeah. And it yeah. yeah. This study was made by the Acoustical Society of America yeah. in New Orleans, and they present the report. In which they started to analyze, um, uh, actually were two persons, two acoustic experts, Anthony Nash and Lauren uh, Von Vlon. And they started to check, okay, how many decibels, because the the complaint was about uh, uh, affecting his hearing. Although I would be more worried about the explosion itself inside of the mind on the heat release. Oh, exactly. (laughs) You know, the burn. Yeah. So they tested nearly 100 <laughs> eggs. Yeah. And like they said, they had to sacrifice for the cost. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't mind to, you know, get dispose of those eggs. Uh, but of course. <laughs> so the thing is that they discovered that uh, yeah. an explosion of uh, of an egg on this situation that like, has been cooked before yeah. and then put in the microphone, mm. the des- number of decibels can go for the range is from 86 to 133 decibels in noise. Yeah, which is pretty loud. Which is loud yeah. already. Yeah. Uh, as a reference, uh-huh. you know, shotgun blast is 160 dB, right? But if you think about it, well, mm. 30 decibels can be a big difference, but from 33 to 66... Well, it's not linear, is it, right? So it's, yeah. it's logarithmic or whatever uh-huh. it is. Right? It's huge. It's huge. Yeah. And <laughs> the funny part is that this kind of shotgun blast of 160 decibels is not considered harmful. <laughs> Apparently not. But I wonder who can stay next to a shotgun and get, uh, you know... Yeah, maybe because it's just very short duration. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it is. And besides of that, they found out that uh, averaging uh, the egg's uh, temperature uh, in a water bath yeah. goes to like 22 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah. But if you... Uh, put in the microwave, it could reach you up to 212 degrees Fahrenheit inside. Yeah, I mean, sure, that is... Uh, apparently, if you heat the egg up and then let it cool down, it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's just that if you heat it up, rush it to the customer mm-hmm. who has a very bad habit of putting the egg in his mouth whole. Yeah. Clearly, they should be serving the egg yeah. with a little flag in it saying, please... Cut up before consuming. Before, yeah. At least we'll explain uh, in the plate. Yeah. Eggs may cause explosion or something. Mm-hmm. Right? So, there you go. If you like explosive breakfasts, yeah. 
Or how about a little sign on a flag with really tiny printing that as you're putting it in your mouth, you can read it and it says, if you can read this, you're about to put this whole leg in your mouth, don't do it. Or you can put a, a sign there also next to yeah. it, Agmi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so there's a little cautionary tale mm-hmm. about whole egg eating. An explosion. An explosion, an exceptional story, I think. Nature. We have some more technology news now. This is super interesting because uh, I think it's going to change the way we are recycling components of old computers, things that we don't use anymore. Yeah, because we got a lot of that stuff. A lot. It's been produced. A lot is being wasted. And now uh, a Korean uh, company or institute is the Advanced Institute of Science and Technology Mm. uh, uh, developed a new polymer called COP180. What's the process on all this? Basically, you will uh, put uh, all these old circuit boards and things that will contain gold because this is about recovering the gold. That's in the chips. That is in the the chips. Used on the boards. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, like you, you were say, saying, like you drop it like in an acid, throw it in a big something to tub of acid, right? Dissolve everything. Yeah. So you have a solution. A solution. You add this polymer. Yeah. COP eighteen. Apparently, you then one hundred and eighty. Sorry. Apparently, you then bathe it in ultraviolet light for a few mm-hmm. hours. So you have a reaction there. Yeah. And it separates completely. Yeah. Ninety nine percent of the gold used in that. Circuit board. Yeah, so whatever's in the solution, gold, 99% of it is attracted to the polymer. Yes. Now, this is super good because the cost of fabricating the polymer is $5 per gram. Yeah. The cost of the gold recovered per gram gram is $64. Exactly. That's no-brainer there. That is a no-brainer, right? And what is... Even better. Yeah. You can reuse the polymer. (laughs) Exactly. And apparently the gold, as it is uh, kind of uh, accreted out of the the solution, Uh ends up as a single lump. Exactly. All together. It's like a nugget. It's clumped. Now, Now, the thing is, I don't know whether you've ever done this. I know, obviously, this is the rabbit hole, and we all know about the YouTube rabbit hole. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That is, you start watching, and all of a sudden, One, another, another, all of a sudden another. three days has gone by, right? Uh-huh. Uh, and maybe that was just me. I don't know. But oh. anyway, uh, if you look on YouTube about getting gold out of, um, there is actually a few YouTube videos, one or two of which I will admit to have watched, <laughs> and it is about extracting the gold from uh, microprocessors. Uh-huh. Now, modern, you know, the big microprocessors mm-hmm. that are used on computer boards. Yeah. They actually have a significant amount of gold in well I say significant. Enough to motivate some crazy YouTube people to show you how to extract get the gold. gold. Yeah. And there there is a process that you can follow if you watch the wow. YouTube video. And the guy I watched the whole thing. <laughs> I'll admit, I watched the whole thing. I think it Took several. I didn't watch it for several hours. It was time lapsed, uh, but uh, over a period of several hours, and he started out with either one, two, or three of these CPU chips. He ended up with 
like a a blob of gold about as big as your fingernail on your little finger, maybe a bit less, right? Um, Mm. I suspect it probably, a lot of effort, but it works. Mm -hmm. You risk burning your house down while you're doing it and, you know, going blind and and all that stuff. Sounds funny enough. And losing your lungs and blah, blah. (laughs) But besides all that, there is a way of doing it. But it's clearly, really horrendously horrible, right? Mm-hmm. And uses horrible chemicals and heating. I imagine, yeah. You imagine, right? So I think anything that um, maybe closes the loop on recovering, you know, these kinds of metals that are obviously, mm-hmm. we consider them very precious for their properties and whatnot. I think any effort to do that has got to be uh, yeah. useful, right? I mean, I don't know if this would ever be able to be like homemade use, but imagine all your old computers, suddenly you start to recover all the gold there. Yeah. You have the money to invest in a new one, uh, right? Maybe, maybe you could just have one on the end of every street, right? Uh-huh. You know, and maybe one in your town. Uh-huh. You know, where you take your old computers and, you know, they pull all the precious stuff out and mm-hmm. some, you get a little payment in the poster on your, yeah. in your Revolut account or something, yeah. right? Very interesting thing, right? Very interesting. Biology. Yeah, Rafa, so, you know, we've talked about this before, this uh, mitochondria, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is like the the power generator inside our cells. And yeah. I think we covered it in a, in a previous, a long time ago, in a rabbit hole. Yeah, exactly. That it, that it actually is known that mitochondria, mitochondria uh, used to be, used to be, a long, long time ago, a separate... Um, organism. Organism, yeah, with yeah. And it was when some magic happened and mitochondria mm-hmm. ended up inside a... A proto cell, yeah, some biologi- biological soup. Some, yeah, something happened, and they kind of went, "Ooh, this is pretty cozy. I'll, uh, I'll stay here. here," and uh, off we went. Right, that was a long time ago, mm-hmm. before your and my time. But um, so mitochondria are the uh, structures inside cells that produce energy and absolutely essential. Right, mm-hmm. we all need them, and. But there is a bit of a problem, which is that there are a number of reasonably rare, I think it's one in 4,000 I read somewhere else, um, potential for uh, mitochondrial um, kind of diseases or mutations in mitochondrial DNA that produce rare diseases, Mm -hmm. right? Mm Mm-hmm. And that uh, this can be anything from, say, muscle weakness to intellectual disability. Yeah. Uh, also, Aging. Yeah. Uh, yeah, age-related diseases and potentially early death. Yeah. And although it doesn't, af- doesn't affect huge quantities of people, obviously, uh, if it could be addressed, it would be of great benefit, right? Mm-hmm. And the problem up until now has been that um, w- a lot of people will have heard of uh, gene editing 
DNA gene editing tools like CRISPR, CRISPR is the which are, is the tool du jour, right? Uh-huh. Uh, and great strides have been made there. But the problem, one of the problems with CRISPR is it's too big to, yeah. one of the problems is it's too big to actually get inside the mitochondria. And, but and the other one is that whenever you try to edit, oh yeah, it breaks, which is a problem, right? Yeah. So you don't want to be breaking mm-hmm. mitochondria. So, so basically, we've been a little bit stuck, a little bit short on the old toolbox with the mitochondria. But um, things seem to be changing a little bit. Mm-hmm. And in uh, 2016, uh, David. Lou, I think is the name, at the, yeah. at the Broad Institute in Massachusetts, developed a kind of basic editor that could change one DNA letter or base pair uh, without cutting the DNA. And um, that was progress. But now uh, Lou's team has collaborated with two other groups to create an entirely new kind of editor uh, that doesn't rely on CRISPR, CRISPR. technology mm-hmm. yeah. and actually does allow uh, editing of the mitochondrial DNA. Oh. Now, apparently the uh, there are still some problems, which is that um, apparently there's this phenomenon called off-target um, mm-hmm. editing, which is kind of, we were talking about it before, which is, uh, you're kind of aiming to edit or snip one bit of the DNA in the mit- mm-hmm. mitochondrial DNA, and there are some kind of unfortunate, unforeseen side edits going on. Yeah, like, uh, oops, I went a little too much left. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, don't really want to do that. So yeah. until they get that down to, uh, you know, statistically a low ins- rate. insignificant levels, they yeah. can't try it out on human uh Humans, obviously, they could probably try that on cells in a in a petri dish or whatever. Um, so there is there's some way off, but if they can get this error rate down to a manageable level, then it opens up the possibility of not only mm-hmm. correcting uh, errors in mitochondrial DNA in in, in actual adults or whatever, yeah. or children. But as prevention as well. But prevention, they, they, it could lead to a way of correcting mitochondrial disorders actually in the um, egg yeah. to start with. So Yeah, because that will prevent to, yeah. to pass on to uh, the baby the disorders that could be you yeah. know, inheriting from the and problems it, that parents had with. And it's got to be better to address it Right there Heard at the beginning, the moment, right? yeah. Um, because I presume, obviously, if you correct it in the egg, then if those um, humans had children, then it would be not passed on, right? Yeah, exactly. So it would be corrected. Whereas if you have to correct it in a a person, then I don't know. Maybe it's still passed on. I don't know. I don't know. That would be interesting. So if you know, maybe leave us a comment. Yeah, please do. So, yeah, so uh, interesting development. So now this DNA editing is moving into a whole new phase. CRISPR is well established, but this is coming along rapidly. Yes. Interesting development. Interesting. The powerhouse inside cells. Yes, we talked about that. There we go. (laughs) 
And that was our last segment for today. Yeah. Su In super interesting. That interesting stuff. Yeah, that is really interesting. I mean, yeah, who would have thought? And don't forget to send us your comments mm. through Facebook, through the website, down in the show notes. You have there the uh, chat box, the message box. Suggestions. Suggestions of topics. If you'd like to be a guest, let us know. Yeah, that would be as well possible. Mm. Yeah. And in between episodes, because we're doing them mm -hmm. every other week, please watch out for our kibble yeah. segments, which are very short, mm -hmm. but always interesting. Yes, little bits of information for you to have a good day, exactly. a good week, even if it's not a full episode. So, you know, whenever you get back around to having that coffee uh, machine, water cooler conversation, exactly, we'll set you up with something. And it's perfect. Well, thank you, Carl. Thanks, Rafa. See you soon. next week, I think, mm -hmm. or soon. Mm -hmm. We'll see.